Welcome to Morale Mindset, where we discuss ways to leverage people dynamics to drive results through actual stories and tactical solutions. I'm your host, David Huynh. In our first episode, we discussed why morale is important. Over the next several episodes, I'll discuss how to gauge morale. Today, we'll focus on how to understand the relationship between two other people. For those who know me well, they know that I love social animals, like ants or monkeys. If you have ever watched a nature documentary about ants, monkeys, or any other social animal, the narrator will give a descriptive commentary on what various gestures mean and the relationship between various individuals. Before this actual narration, a field scientist sat down and observed the behavior of the individual ants or monkeys within their society to understand their relationship with one another. Today on Morale Mindset, our goal is to learn to detect these behavioral patterns with humans so that we can understand their relationships. We will pay attention to their behaviors in order to get a grasp of their relationships. Part one, how understanding relationships is connected to morale. To clarify what I mean by understanding relationships, our first goal is to distinguish between a positive or negative relationship. And our second goal is to determine if that relationship is strong or weak. Understanding the direction and strength of relationships between two other people will give us a preliminary gauge on morale. The reason that understanding relationships will give us a gauge on morale is linked to social influence. Social influence is the effect that one person might have on another. One item that is commonly shared across people our feelings. To further elaborate, let's say we have a friend who dislikes her boss. If we do not even know the boss and have no other context, we are likely to simply side with our friend. So inadvertently, our friend has influenced us to feel negatively, perhaps to a lesser extent, towards her boss. Now let's combine social influence with morale. Last time we mentioned that morale is the drive, the spirit that other individuals have to support our goals. If we can understand the relationship between two other people, we can leverage that knowledge to guide how we navigate particular social situations. If strong relationships exist, we can build our support network through these individuals. Alternatively, we may need to tactically work with individuals that may have a negative disposition towards us. For example, if Gab and Jen have a strong relationship and we know Jen feels negatively about us, we can deduce that Gab is likely to feel negatively towards us as well. Given this deduction, when we are working with Gab, we will need to implement tactics to build morale while avoiding any potential negative triggers. Combining our understanding of social influence with that of morale 
we can conclude that strong relationships are the foundation of strong morale. So understanding relationships will help us gauge morale. Part two, ways to understand relationships. The first method, as we mentioned earlier, is noticing social tells between individuals. As a full disclaimer, unlike in nature documentaries, we will not film people or stare at them for hours on end to understand their relationships. Rather, we will simply pay attention to specific behavioral tells during our normal activities. Given the state of the world, I want to split this approach into two distinct situations. The first is noticing social tells in person, and the second is noticing social tells in an online environment. As we might expect, it is much easier to understand social tells if we're working with someone in the same office or spending time together in person. If we are in the same building, the same room, the same area as another individual, we need to pay attention to two things in order to understand relationships. The first is time, and the second is body language. Paying attention to time means paying attention to how individuals spend their free time. Specifically, who are they spending their free time with? Generally, humans choose to spend their free time with people that they like. So if we notice who takes coffee breaks together, who decides to go in the elevator together, who takes breaks together, or even small things like at a group lunch, who's sitting next to who? I won't list out all of the possibilities, but the underlying principle is our goal is to understand who people are spending their free time with. The more free time that an individual spends with another individual, the stronger the relationship. The nuance that we need to build into free time is the quality of the free time. Our assessment of the quality of free time will be based on body language. The ultimate question we want to ask when trying to read body language is, where's their attention? Are they fully engaged in the conversation? Or are they paying attention to something else? Perhaps someone else in the room? Their phone? Or maybe just staring in the space? After we use body language to get a gauge of their attention, we need to get a gauge of their interest. For example, someone can be paying attention, but perhaps they are not interested. We can gauge interest by looking at the direction their shoulders are facing and the direction their toes are facing. If their shoulders and toes are facing away from the speaker, that typically means that they are not interested. So let's put these together, free time and body language. The more free time that people spend together, generally, the more strong the relationship. On the other hand, body language will get us an understanding of the quality of the time. If two people spent a large amount of free time together, but they weren't paying attention to one another and they weren't interested in one another, we can deduce that the relationship is weak. Let's shift over to the harder part, 
online conversations. First, to set our landscape, we're only looking at video chats, only looking at Zoom, Skype, Google Hangout calls, specifically those that we are a part of. The first thing that we need to do is make sure that we're on gallery view or the view that allows us to see everyone's faces. In real life, we could use body language as tells. However, over a video camera, we likely can only use facial expressions as tells. Those that have a positive relationship will typically support each other's statements, either by nodding their head as the individual is talking or mirroring them, that is, repeating what they said after they said it. Supportive individuals will also laugh at the speaker's jokes, whereas those who don't laugh, we can tell either don't get the joke or are likely not supportive. Conversely, non-supportive individuals will have suspicious smirks or even worse, not even be paying attention. Overall, these tells on Zoom or another video chatting service are much less reliable, but this may be the only proxy that we have if the world continues to be more remote. I would like to close today's piece by emphasizing that understanding relationships between others is critical to gauging morale. Noticing free time, body language, behaviors, and facial expressions are some tools we can use to get a general sense of the relationship between two other individuals. Today's episode covered understanding relationships between two other individuals through paying attention as a third-party observer. The next episode will dive into understanding these relationships through active communication. If you find this content helpful, you can find my written pieces in the description below. And also subscribe to Morale Mindset on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Morale Mindset is produced in Bangkok, Thailand. I am David Huynh. Le, kop kun ti tit tam krap. Mm-hmm.